Iruvin daf ayin bet. The last thing we were discussing was two statements that were said in the name of Rav. That number one halachalik can be meir that we're not somech on the big sheet of mavoi. Instead, we want you to do small iruve hatzerot also. And number two is that he said halachalik can be leizer ben tadai that we're not going to uh, rely on any business dealings that we have together, even if it's with with wine. We still want you to do another iruv or another shituf mavoi. And we explained that Rav really holds like Rabbi Meir in, in, in both, but he can't be Mahmir like one Tana in, bo- in two things in Hilchot Iruvin. And uh, we say that Rav used Rabbi Ezra ben Tadai as sort of a backup, as a cover up, that he really holds like Rabbi Meir in both. That we need to do small Iruvi Hatzerot, even though there's big Shituf, my boy, we don't care. And number two is, doesn't make a difference if it's bread or wine, you still got to do another Iruv. And, the, and we brought up right explaining Rabbi Meir's reason, because we don't want the kids to forget about the concept of Iruv. And we saw Hachamim say, doesn't make a difference, we are. And with that, we are starting Ayin Aleph Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom at the end of the line where it says, Plige Ba Rabbi Nahumi, Verabba. Rabbi Nahumi uh, and Rabba argued in what exactly is the Mahloka between Rabbi Meir and Hachamim. Had Amar, one of them said, if the Iruv was done by Pat, or the Shituf was done with a pat, then all you need is one, you the Shituf of the Mavoy or the Iruv, one of them works and that's great. Keep Ligay, where's the Mahlok of Rabbi Meir and Hachamim? Beyain. That according to Rabbi Meir, if you did the Shituf with wine, since it doesn't work for Iruv Hatserot, then then it doesn't count. Hachamim hold that no, even though we we hold in general you're not me'arev with wine, but if you did a shituf with the wine with wine, then it will let it slide for iruv hatzerot. And she explains that whether it's hachamim or rabbi meir, if you did iruv or a shituf with bread, it's strong enough to work for the hatzerot and for the mavoi. And the Rishonim are quick to ask, and that's the big Tosafot, and a lot of other Rishonim, the Rashba gets into it also. But according to Rashi, it sounds like according to Rabbi Meir, that the Iruv Hatserot would work also for the entire Mavoy. Therefore, Tosafot explains that, uh, no, we're talking about where the bread works for the entire Mavoy, and that helps for the Iruv, but the uh, Iruv by itself that, that wouldn't help even according to, to Rabbi Meir. If you did the Iruv Hatserot, it won't help for the entire Mavoy even if you did it uh, with uh, bread, because you always have the problem of the kids forgetting this whole anyan of shituf mavo'ot. So that is the first shita between Rabbi Nahumi and Rabbah, what mahlukit Rabbi Meir and Hachamim is, that the mahlukit is in wine, not bread. Bread is okay. The Hadamar, and the other one says, if it was done with the wine, bayain, right? And you're not supposed to do an iruv hatserot with it. Then you need two. You need uh, you need not just a shituf mavo. You also need iruv hatserot. Keep bepat. The machloket is with bread. That hachamim hold that since bread works for the shituf mavo and iruv hatserot, it works. Only you only need one. And Rabbi Meir holds that even bread, uh, it's only good for uh, shituf. It, it won't. It's not strong enough for iruv hatserot. Metive. We have a bright Hachamim Omarvin, Omishtatvin. You could do one or the other, and it sounds like I could carry whether it's a Hatser, Mavoy, everything. My love, Omarbin, Hatser, Bepat, 
or mishtatfim b'mavoy b'yayin. Doesn't it mean? Doesn't it? It sounds like this brayta is saying that you could be ma'arev for the chaser with uh, with the bread or do shituf for mavoy b'yayin, and it works for everything. And it go, the, the problem, and uh, and it sounds like according to hachamim that uh, even if they did a shituf with wine, we're somech. Now the second, uh, the second the hadamar, the one that we just had over here on the ayin bet amud alf on the top. They're the ones who said that. Of course, if you did it, if you did a shituf with wine, then it won't work for an iruv. But here you see it does. Amar Rav Gidal, Amar Rav. That's not what Hachami meant here. Hachi Kamar. Ome Arvin bechatzer bepat umotarin kam bekan. You could do an iruv in the chatzer with bread, and it, and it works for the for the mavoi and the chatzer. Or in the mavoy, you could use bread and it works for everything. However, if you did it with wine, Hachamim will admit that, it, that the, the shituf of wine won't help. That you have to do both. And uh, that's what you tell everyone in public in, in shul. When you give the class, you need both Iruv Shituf Mavoy and Iruv Hatzerot. But Avuna Amar, we're not going to be Mahmir like Rabbi Meir. Ella the Minhag is like Rabbi Meir. I mean, if someone asks you what to do, you tell them do both. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, we don't even tell it to 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 one to one person who comes to ask. Nahagu Am Rabbi Meir. That means people are you know people want to be Mahmir like Rabbi Meir, and we don't have to yell at them. Now, what does that mean? Why am I yelling at them? The Chorah they're Mahmir. The problem is when you're mahmir, there's a lot of uh, things that could come out that, that are wrong, and Tosfot brings them down. But for example, if you're mahmir, then you have a problem bringing a uh, milah knife on Shabbat. Uh, you're going ha- to have to make two brachot, for example, one on the mavoy, one on the hatzer. And if you're mahmir like Rabbi Meir, you're, you're, doing, you're saying two brachot. What's the story over there? Therefore, if they did it, we're here to tell you that there's what they rely on. If they, did, if they do like Rabbi Meir, we're not going to yell at them. The next Mishnah, Hamisha Haburot Sheshavtu Bitraklin Ehad. Five groups of people. Um, they're they're in a one big hall, and the, the hall is split up into a whole bunch of rooms. And each room is open to a hallway, a Hatser, which is open to more houses. If they want to do an Ayruv together with uh, the people of the Hatser, Betchamai Omrim, Ayruv the whole Habura Habura. They, each group has to do iruv, uh, meaning each group has to give a piece of bread, because it does not count as if they're living in one house, and therefore Bet Shammai doesn't allow them to carry from room to room. meaning one for the entire hotel room, one for the entire uh, area. Why? Because it's as if they're all living in one reshut, and since it's just one big house with a lot of rooms, it's all, uh, one iruv is good enough. However, Umodim Bet Yilil admits, Bizman Shemikzata and Shiruim Bahadarim O Baaliot, if uh, some of the Haburot are on, uh, you know, the one that's in some rooms and the other ones are on uh, the second floor, third floor, and each one has their own Hatser, Shein Srechin Ayruv, the whole Habura Bahabura, each one, each group needs their own Ayruv. Each one has to give their own piece of bread. Now, the Gemara starts, Amar of Nahman, Mahloket, with the Mahloket of Bet Yilil and Bet Shamai's Dafka, when there is a when there's a bimsipas, when there's a small partition that's made of let's say wood pieces of wood, and there Beti Lil holds that they're all uh, you know they're all considered one. But if each room has a nice big wall, a tent of tall, 
even if it doesn't get reached all the way to the to the to the ceiling. Divrea call Iruv the Khol Habura Bihavura. Each group needs to do a uh even if it's a short wall, there's a mahlokid. The Bet Shammai uh, holds that they're considered uh, the separate, and Bet Yilil holds uh, that it's uh, that only if it's ten tefahim tall, they're uh, they're split. But the Msipas, which is lower than ten tefahim, not a problem, and they're all considered one. Now. Uh, the Gemara brings more uh, the uh, more she thought of what exactly the machlokat was betcham and betilel. Pligeba, for example, one machlokat one machlokat was Rabbi Chayav and Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi arguing what exactly the machlokat was betcham and betilel. Hadamar machlok. So we saw one was at the Mesipas. The second over here now is machlokat. One of them, Rabbi Chayav and Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi says machlokat the mechitzot hamagiyot latikra. The machloket is if the walls reach the ceiling. But if the wall doesn't reach the ceiling, even if it's sent tall, one they're all considered one house. And Tosafot is quick to point out when we tell you that the walls don't reach the ceiling. Again, the walls have to be a little bit flimsy. They can't be strong walls. Otherwise, even Betilel would admit to it. And the other one said, the other one said, that's if the ceilings don't reach, the, the walls don't reach the ceilings. But if the if it's already all the way up to the ceiling, everyone admits that you need a separate iru for each group. So now the Gemara has a problem. The sharp one he said, did not argue if the walls reach all the way to the ceiling. Even Betilil admits each group needs to do an Iruv. If the walls don't reach the ceilings, that you have to make Iruv You have to make one Iruv within everyone because they're all considered one. Now, according to the one who says that the mahloket is if the walls reach the ceiling, that's tiyuvta, that this brayta is, is a major problem, right? And according to the one who says that the, if, the, uh, if the walls do not reach the ceiling, that's where the mahloket is, this brayta siyata, it helps him. However, according to the first statement or the first way we brought down Rav Nachman that the Mahloket is with a uh, short wall less than 10 tefahim uh, high and if it is over 10 tefahim high then uh, even if it doesn't reach the, the ceiling it's a Mahloket is a problem because it sounds like Betilil argue in a Mahitzah that's more than 10 uh, tefahim tall even though it doesn't reach the top, and you're the one who told me that Bet Yilel would agree if it's over 10 tefahim. Number two, the second Rav Nachman, the second Shita brought down what Rav Nachman said, that even their Mahloket is even if it's over 10, we still have a problem. Why? Because in, the, in our bright, that sounds like Bet Shammai is, uh, is arguing only if it's a Mechitzah, not if it was like a flimsy Mesipas. Amalak Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman explains. Bet Shammai pligebim hitza. Bet Shammai argues in the mechitza. Vehu adin mesipas. Same argument with the mesipas. 
So why they why they bring it over here as a mechitza? Why didn't they say the word mesipas? They want to show you uh, how powerful betilil is. That even if it's a mechitza, it's pretty strong. They say it's still one aru for the entire area because it doesn't reach the ceiling. So the Gemara asks, Why don't you argue in a mesipas and show me how mahmir betchamai is? That even if it's a flimsy, uh, flappy wall, they still hold that you need aru for each group. My explains, it's better for me, it's easier for me, it's better to discuss the more lenient opinion rather than the more strict opinion. It's easy to say no, but it's hard to say yes. admits that if the, the walls reach the ceiling, it's a problem. Therefore, each group would have to do their own iruv. Amar of Nachman by Yitzhak Matidin Namideka. If you look at our Mishnah, it sounds like Rabbi Yudah Sabar. Dekatane umodim bizman shemiktsatan shurim bahadarim baliot. And Beti Lel even admits if some of them are in uh, uh, separate rooms, separate floors, it's Rechina Iruv the whole Habura ve Habura, that each group needs to do an iruv. Now the Gemara asks, my hadarim, my aliot, what's this uh, rooms and what's this uh, uh, attics or or porches? tell me rooms, and we really mean rooms, and the second floors, well, obviously, they're, they're two separate things. Even Pashuta Beti Lel admitted, and why do you have to tell me this? Like rooms and like second floors. And what, is, what exactly is that? Walls that reach the ceiling. What we see from here, the Beti Lel admits, that if the rooms were separated with walls, not partitions, were the walls that reached the ceiling, they they would admit, and that's like a biuda sabar. Tanya, where do we say that Bet Shemai holds that you need a iruv for each group and one's not good enough? That's if they're taking their iruv and giving it to another uh, neighborhood. However, avalim hayayiruvan baitzlan. If other people are bringing the aruv to them, everyone would admit that the, it's enough that everyone brings their aruv and puts it in one room in this uh, hotel, in this uh, area, and it's good enough. Now, the hidush of this braita is huge because over here it sounds like uh, Bet Shammai and Bet Yilil are not arguing on the partitions, the walls, the rooms. Their mahluket is that according to Bet Shammai, these groups are like five people living in a hatser. And they did a iruv between them. And if they want to do an iruv with the, the group next to them, each group has to give their own uh, bread. However, if the, the, the people, those people brought it to them, they they, are, they could put it in one room and that will count for the entire uh, house. And Betilil holds that five people living in this hatser and uh, they, you know, they did an iruv between them already. Uh, then if they want to do an iruv with a different hatser, all they need is one uh, bread. Even though they're walking to a different Iruv. Uh, okay. It's a, it's, a, it's interesting how this uh, all the sun switched on us. Keman Azla had the So who does the following by Tagal according to? Hamisha Shegavot Iruvan. Five people were Gove. They took their Iruv from everyone in the Hatzer. Shemulichin at Iruvan. They take their Iruv to a different place. Iruv Vehadakulan. One Iruv is good enough for everyone. Keman. Kebetilel. This goes according to Betilel. And some say, When do we say the Bet holds that one is good enough for everyone? That's the Dafka if the Aruf came to them. 
אבל אם היו מולכים את העירובן למקום אחר, אבל אם הם 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 מולכים את העירובן למקום אחר, אבל has to give their own another piece of bread. And according to this Gertzah, Beit Shammai holds that five people were living in one Hatser, even though they, they already did their Eruv, everyone has to give a piece of bread, even if you're putting the Eruv in your Hatser. And, according, and Beit Hillel, they, they, they differentiate. If the Eruv is given in, in different Hatser, then each person has to give a bread. And if you're doing it in, in, in our Hatser, if everyone's bringing it, to, if every, all the outside Hatser are bringing it to us, It's good enough that we only have one Eruv, one piece of bread. Now, according to this Girsa, Keman Azlah Adetanya, then who, who does the following Brayta go according to? Hamisha Shegavut Eruvan. Five people are Goved their Eruv. That means they took the Eruv. Shemolichin to Eruvan lemakom machir. When they take the Eruv to another place, Eruv v'echad lekulan. One Eruv is good enough for everyone. Keman. They look echad. Who is it like? Like nobody. Because even according, because according to Arsh, the second Shita, Uh, even Beit Hillel would admit that uh, if, you, if you're giving in another Hatser, you'd need the one for each. The Mishnah says, These brothers, they're eating with their father. He, they live, uh, you know, they, their father lives in the neighborhood and they eat by his house. But what happened? They go home to sleep afterwards. Now, in this neighborhood, there's also other families, right? And the question is that everyone wants to do an Eruv. Each brother needs to do their own Eruv. It's not enough that we're, sharing, we're eating Friday night by, my, by the parents. It's not good enough. And therefore, if one of them didn't do the Eruv, one of the brothers forgot to do the Eruv, the rest of the Hatser, he doesn't count like he's part of the father just because he's eating. Therefore, he has to be Mevatel. Reshuto, he has to not. He has to go away from his reshut. Give it to everyone else. And the korban etanel on the on the rosh explains that the chidush here is that we don't say it automatically goes to the father. No, he still has to actually say, "I'm uh, moving away from my part of the my hatzer, the house, the whole thing." Ematai, when do we need an for each one? Bizman shemolichin eruvan b'makom acher. That's all if we're taking it to a different uh, a different house. So it's by uh, someone who's not related to them. But if it's coming to their father anyways, the father is in charge of here, the Hatser, uh, the, the Hatser Eruv, and it's coming to him anyways, that means their father's house is uh, the, the main place where the bread is going to be, and his father doesn't have to give the bread because his house is where the starting point. Everyone is just putting their bread to be counted as part of the father's house. Or if they're the only ones who live in this neighborhood. So there's a father and three brothers. They all live in, the, in one neighborhood. And then they don't have to do an Ayruv at all. Because the, the fact that they're eating with, by their father's house is good enough. Now the Gemara is understanding that it, where you eat doesn't make a difference. And Shema Mina Mekom Lina Gorem. It all depends on where you're sleeping. The, where you put your food doesn't make a difference. It's all, it's all depends on your uh, where you're sleeping. And the Rav explains, the Rav holds that it all depends where you're eating. Amarav Yudah, Amarav, We're talking about a case where not they're, they're not eating by the father. Each guy is taking food from his parents' house and going to eat at home. And Tosafot points out, and still, if their Eruv came from their father's house or there's no other people who live in the neighborhood, then uh, their Eruv would count. They, uh, just get, they don't have to make another Eruv. 
But over here, the only way Rav would explain it is that uh, they're taking the food and they're going to eat at home. And there's, I guess there's other people in the Hatser and that's the reason uh, they would have to make another Eruv. Now, Tanra Banan, Mishi Yeshlo Bet Shar, a person who has a small uh, house for a security guard in his, uh, in his Hatser, or he has an Achsadra, an area with an awning. It has a uh, covering on top, but just there's no walls. Umir peset or a porch behatzer havero and his friends uh, and his friends uh, hatzer. All these places, nobody lives there, and therefore, if someone is there, hareze en oser alav. Therefore, even if you live there, you're not going to be oser on anybody because that's not a livable place. Beta teven. A storage house for uh, food, the grains, beta bakar or a barn, beta aitzim for wood, beta otsarot or any storage house, hareze oser alav, you're oser on your friend because that is a place where people quote unquote live, even if you don't actually live there, but you use it for your living purposes. Rabbi Udaomer, eno oser ela makom dira bilvad. Rabbi Uda holds, it only depends on where you sleep only. Amar Rabbi Uda, there was a person named Ben Afhasha. You law Hamesh Hatzar. He had five houses and five uh, courtyards Beusha in the city of Usha. And they, they came to Hachamim. What are we going to do with this guy? This guy has five houses all over the place. What do we do with him? And Hachamim said, listen, wherever he's uh, going to be living for Shabbat, that's where he's going to be. Oser. So he asks, Betiras al it, all, it only matters where he's living. What if it's a security guard uh, booth? You could live there all day and it makes no difference. So the Gemara explains, Ela ema mekom dira. It's a house. It has to be a real house. And uh, that, wherever he's living in a real house, that's the one that's uh, Oser. Everyone else is as if he's not here and he's not Oser on anyone. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.